Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Life isn't always easy, and you don't have to face it alone. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you have access to a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of needs. To get started, you simply answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's most convenient for you. The best part is, if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, all from the comfort at home. To start your journey and to get 10% off of your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash sensei. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash sensei. BetterHelp, you deserve to be happy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought. As per usual, I am joined by my furry co-host Slade, who's down to my left uh, in his usual record position, uh, ready to jump in whenever he might need to. Uh, I'm also wearing some of my Tiger Gear Best, another edition of the school apparel from several years ago. Uh, you can see the logo on the front. On the back, I've got my school name, Smithtown, along with a bigger logo. The 2023 spring collection is currently available through the end of this week. So visit tygear.com in order to order yours. Make sure you just scroll down to the correct school, and then you'll be able to order your apparel, no problem. So as we get into this week, my friends, I wanted to talk with you guys as a, you know about a very specific mindset, about a, a clip that was sent to me on social media, which is always nice. Um, the, the friend who sent this to me didn't tell me expressly like, Hey, this would be great for your podcast, but I know he knows I do a podcast and, uh, you know, he and I exchange messages and talk all the time. And for sure, he sent me something that's right along the alley of the kind of stuff that I talk about all the time. You know, you guys know, I've talked about it before that motivational things are quite often on my, uh, my timeline for social media. It's a lot of. Uh, Tiger Shulman's. 
It's a lot of martial arts in general, flex fights, jujitsu highlights, these type of things, uh, exercise physiology stuff, gym type motivation, and then just general motivation stuff. Uh, and the particular video that was sent to me, uh, I've been sent it before, or rather I've come across it before. And I think I've even shared it in my story. I, I'm a big fan of the, of the video and the message of the video. And it's this particularly motivational football coach who I, I apologize if this is you coach, I don't know your name. Uh, it's not ever in the video when I see it, but nonetheless, he gives these great speeches to his team. And he's got his team crowded all around him and he's talking to his team about all the things they don't have to do. He goes, you know, I, I want you guys to know what you don't have to do. And the, I'm going to paraphrase a little. Uh, he goes, you, know, you don't have to get up early. You don't have to work hard. You don't have to diet or exercise. You don't have to sacrifice. You don't have to do any of those things. But you also don't have to win. Winners choose to make the sacrifice, to do those super tough things, to do those things that are very difficult because they know they'll be better for it. They know what's on the other side of that sacrifice is winning. And that is certainly the case, right? That choice is what eats people alive. I want to talk about both the positive and the negative of that choice, right? And the fact that so many people do view it as a choice. So let's get into this thought process a little bit. Let's break down the idea. So we know how important, right, physiologically, exercise, eating properly, getting proper sleep, getting proper hydration, and most importantly, being consistent with all those things, what that does for us psychologically, what it does for us physiologically. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if I had a day where I had a great night's sleep, I get a great workout in, I eat great, um, I hydrate well, I feel great. Yeah, sure, my muscles might be a little sore from the great workout and so forth, but soreness to me is a good feeling. That tells me that I did my job. It tells me that I, that I worked. Right? To me, that's no different than someone who works a job where you know their pay goes up and down with their performance, and that big bonus check is a nice representation that you did your job well. Well, to me, muscular soreness is just your body's way of telling you, hey, good job. You did what you were supposed to do. Certainly the case, without a doubt. Right? in my opinion. But the thing with that, we know that's stuff that we're supposed to do. We know that's necessary stuff. It's funny, even uh, last, last night, uh, or rather the other night at, uh, at Easter dinner, uh, a good friend of, uh, of my wife's family was over at the dinner, a really nice guy, uh, you know, older, not old, but older, um, successful guy financially, does very, very well for himself. Um, and just a, a general nice guy. He's one of those guys that can have a conversation with anybody about anything. Um, and, you know, he will hold court and, and um, so forth. And we got in the conversation to sleep um, as uh, my wife was making fun of me for falling asleep on the couch. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, he's like, hey, that, that's one of those things that's so important. You know, you have to make sure no matter what, you always get at least your seven hours. And he's certainly right. And, you know, being able to track that with certain wearables uh, is, is definitely a great thing. But making the choice to have proper sleep hygiene, making the choice to have proper time to sleep, making the choice to use things like melatonin or CBD in order to help yourself drift into that deeper sleep quicker and stay there. Those type of things, right? those are a choice, right? And that's the thing. We know the benefits of, of, of getting that good night's sleep. And we also know, on the other hand, how poorly we'll feel if we don't. And that's why it is so important 
for us to take those things. But again, it is a choice. And the same is true for eating properly. The same is true for exercising, for hydrating properly, all of these things. Now, the one thing that we have to remember, because obviously I was at a holiday dinner. It was a Easter this past weekend, and that's what my family celebrates. And um, we were at an Easter dinner. And I'm not going to pretend as though I had this amazing, perfect meal at Easter dinner. I still had a little bit of everything. and But that was the key thing, a little bit of everything. I didn't go crazy. right? But the rest of the day outside of that meal, I ate well. I hydrated well. I did all the other things I was supposed to do. I went and I, went and I worked out that morning. Took the dogs on a big, long walk afterwards. You know, I did all the other things as well. So the one meal is a very small percentage of the one thing. And that's the thing. As you're listening to this, I don't want you to beat yourself up for, well, Sensei, it was just my Easter dinner or my Passover dinner or my whatever dinner. And because of that, I ate, you know, this bad meal and then I had dessert. In the general scheme of things, that one meal, right? Think about it this way. You have 365 days in a year. How many days are you going to be celebrating something? A holiday, an anniversary, a birthday, something like that. If we compiled all of those, uh, every single one that you're going to celebrate down, maybe it's about three weeks worth of days, right? More or less. We'll, we'll call it 21 days. Maybe there's a couple more here and there, but generally we'll say about three weeks. On those three weeks, how many of the meals are you going to eat poorly? Every single one or just one or two? The answer is usually one or two. So you're still going to eat all the, the rest of the day the right way, right? And then on top of that, you still have the opportunity to exercise those days, to hydrate properly those days, to get good sleep on those days. You still have those opportunities. So the one meal that is the one thing on those holidays, though it's not great for you to be doing, obviously, if you had all 21 of those days in a row, it would not be a good thing. But it's not as though the one thing undoes it. Because again, though it is a choice to choose to eat the holiday meal, yes, definitely a choice. It's not as though you're doing it just because, right? There's a celebration behind it. It's a little bit different. But I digress. I want to get back into this choice idea. And the fact that seeing it as a choice is the difference. See, that that's the key thing, right? We know that you could choose to sit on the couch extra, to watch a little more TV, to binge a little more Netflix, to, you know, relax on your couch after a long, hard day's work or before a long, hard day's work. You could choose to do that 100% and not get up and work out. You could choose to drink something, to not hydrate yourself well, right? To drink something, stuff besides water, alcohol, coffee, things that are going to be detrimental to your hydration rather than helpful. Then on top of it, we know you could, we, you could choose to stay up late and watch the conclusion of that show that you've been watching that, oh man, I can't wait to get on the story, right? You can choose all these things. However, we know the outcome of those choices. We know that if you make the choices that aren't the most healthy, if you do them over and over and over again, you're going to lay in the bed that you made. You're going to wind up where you were headed. And that's the important thing. It's the same as just about everything, right? If you're a person who ritualistically brushes your teeth and flosses, the dentist is a wonderful experience for you. But if you're not a person who does that, the dentist is not a wonderful experience for you. And the same is true for everything. If you regularly check the, the fluids in your car and you check your tire pressure and you do all these things on a regular basis, then 
going to the mechanic to get your, your, your oil changed every so often, you know there's not going to be any surprises. You know they're not going to fool you into some, some major ca- ca- catastrophic damage. Right? Our body is no different. Our health is no different. Because the, the difference between those who choose and those who do is how they view it. The person who looks at the, at the workout as a choice will choose not to work out. The person who looks at the proper amount of sleep as a choice will choose not to sleep enough. The person who chooses not to eat well will choose not to eat well, right? who sees that as a choice. And, and so on and so on and so on, right? Now, on the other hand, when the person sees those same things, the eating properly, the exercising, uh, the hydration, the sleep, and all, any number of other things, these are just the four that I, keep, that, that I keep coming back to, the person who views those as a duty, as a necessity, as something that must be done, as something that is non-negotiable, the person who views it like that will always do the right thing, right? They'll always, because it's a necessity, it's not a choice. It's like the old adage, the man who loves walking will always walk longer and walk further than the, than the man who loves the destination. The same is, is true here. When you view things as a choice, you have the ability to make it a binary, yes or no. But when you view things as they are, as a duty, as a responsibility to yourself and your loved ones, as a responsibility to everyone you're going to deal with in the following day, then it's not a choice at all, right? I, and I, I don't think I'm alone here in this thought, right? See, people sometimes misunderstand the idea between living a healthy lifestyle, being an exceptional person. Now, there are those exceptional people. And when I say exceptional people, I mean the high-level athletes. I mean the people who are fighting in the UFC. I mean the people who are in the NFL. I mean the people who are playing Major League Baseball. These are the, are the one of one. We talked about this a little last week, that one of one idea. But even just to live a healthy lifestyle, only 10% of America exercises on, on a given day. Right? So if you think about that, if you put that into perspective and you realize you're already one in 10 just by exercising, it's already pretty exceptional. But eating to keep yourself healthy, thats I don't view that as as extreme. I view that as a healthy thing to do. I view that as someone who wants longevity. Because when we're thinking about athletic athleticism and fitness, we kind of have to break it down into two categories. There's the performance category, the high-level athletes that I discussed. And then there's the longevity, the wellness category. And that's everybody else. And don't get me wrong. For some people, those things are hand in hand. Right? Plenty of the people that I meet, uh, they're interested in performing at a super high level because they believe it will get them to a higher level of, of longevity. And uh, it would be hard to disagree with that because so long as you're living the healthy life 365, not you know just when you're in camp or whatever, then of course it's going to have major, major league health benefits. Ah, major league. Uh, but nonetheless, the same is true for someone who just views it as longevity because the way I look at health and wellness is, and we talked about this when Sensei Stein and I talked about the 90-day challenge, I'm far less interested these days in mirror muscles and, you know, oh my gosh, I need to have the biggest biceps and, you know, look like I'm far less concerned with that than I am concerned with how I feel, uh, with looking good, with feeling good, with having energy. 
You know, it's not as though I'm just looking at a, a specific aesthetic. I'm looking for an aesthetic, don't get me wrong. I'm looking to be in good shape and all of that, right? But to me, that's part of health and wellness. When you see someone who doesn't carry a lot of excess body fat, when you see someone who makes healthy sleep choices, healthy nutrition choices, healthy exercise choices, again, I'm using the word choice on purpose, uh, who makes healthy hydration choices, their body is going to tell the tale of health. So there's going to be the performance benefit. But even more than that, there's going to be the longevity factor. I know that I, that statistics bear out that when someone makes those choices on a healthy basis, the majority of the time, I know that that person is going to have more health and wellness and they're going to have a longer, healthier life. Right? Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean a person who doesn't make those choices can't live as long. They're, they might have years in their life, but how many, how much life are they going to have in those years? You know, it's amazing to me often when I see people who are the exact same age and you look at the one person and they look old and the other person doesn't look old. You know, it's happened to me more as I'm now in my later 30s where, almost 40, wow, that hard to say out loud. <laughs> but nonetheless, it happened to me more and more where I meet people and I teach people who are younger than me. And I can relate to, uh, I can relate their age to a certain other person that I know, like, oh, this person in relation to my, my younger brother, who I think of as young, right? I, I look at them and I'm like, man, that person is younger than my brother and they look older than me. But why? What is that a factor of? That is a factor of the choices that they made. They viewed those things as a choice. See, that's the thing. You don't have to choose to hydrate properly or eat properly or sleep properly or exercise consistently. You don't have to make any of those choices if you view them as a choice. You don't have to. But by choosing to make them a choice, you are choosing a certain outcome. And you are choosing the need for further medical intervention later in your life. Right? Like if I had if I had a nickel for every for every student that has ever come to me and their doctor has taken them off of medication because they took up training. Oh, I'm off my blood pressure medication. Oh, I'm off of uh, my, my cholesterol medication. Oh, I'm off of some, like they drastically shrank my diabetes medication. If I had a nickel for every time that I heard something like that from one of my adult students, or, or that the doctor was asking, you know, what, what the hell are you doing? Because what you're doing is incredible. I can't believe what's going on in your body. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that, I could build my school five or six or seven times over again, right? That being the case, that's why those things aren't really a choice because you are choosing one outcome or another. By choosing to make those things a choice, giving yourself the ability to be on off with them, giving yourself the ability to view them as you know, not a thing. What you're choosing is you're choosing a life where later on down the line, heart disease, high blood pressure, other ailments of this type, they are waiting for you, right? An unused body is like a car that sits in a garage for a really long time. Uh, I'll tell one of Sensei Stein's favorite stories to illustrate my point here, right? My uncle, classic car guy, he is the car guy in the family. And uh, when he first got into classic cars, his first classic car was a 1929 Model A. Beautiful green convertible, I'm sorry, not convertible sedan, uh, rumble seat, everything beautiful. Everything on our car was original. And the car, because of the family situation 
of the people who had it before him was sitting in a garage for a great many years. Uh, the father and son, it was kind of their thing together. And the son died tragically very, very young. So the father could never bring himself to drive the car again. So after the last time he drove it, he didn't do any winterization or anything. He just left it in the garage. So you leave a car for decades, for a decade or two. Now, the gas that is in there has gummed up the lines. It's turned into like rubber cement. The tires have dry rot. The leather in the seats has a little dry rot. The car's filthy, right? Things aren't used to moving anymore. They're used to being stationary. So now, think of all the maintenance that has to be done on this car before it's drivable. And my uncle had to do a lot of maintenance on that car before it's drivable. But now, the car is regularly used. He drives it around. It never sits idle for that amount of time. If it's going to sit for a long time, he puts the batteries on a trickle charger. Like He does all the things you need to do if you're going to store it for a long time. He treats it as though it is not a chore or a choice to take care of the car. He chooses it. He treats it like something he has to do. And because he does do it, the car runs beautifully, and it still runs beautifully. And it will for the remainder of, of its functional life. Now, our body is no different. If you choose the life of being sedentary, of not eating well, of not exercising regularly, of not hydrating properly or sleeping properly, what you're going to get is the results of those choices. Right? Again, viewing it as a choice, you're going to view, you're going to get the results of your choices one way or another. You're either going to get health, longevity, performance, or you're going to get the opposite. You're going to get, I mean, it's funny when you think about it. The amount of people I know that have joint problems that aren't athletic, it's mind-boggling to me. But why? Because nothing about what's going on in that, in that person's joints or that person's musculature or that person's physiology is supporting those joints. And they're carrying excess body fat and way too much of it. And they have high blood pressure and maybe diabetes and all these other things. And so their shoulder isn't good or their knee isn't good or their hip or their back. Now, don't get me wrong. I know people who have performance-related injuries right, for, on their knees. I mean, Julio Arce just had to pull out of a UFC fight because he needed a knee surgery. But Julio's could, Julio could live his life still post-knee surgery, and he's not, his health isn't affected at all. As soon as that knee is back and he's done with the knee surgery, like he's done with the recovery, he's doing active recovery. He's going to be ready to go. I, I know plenty of like the... the elder statesmen of Tiger Shulman's who've been around since the beginning. And yeah, they might have a bad knee here or there, but they're still training and performing. And they're still, they're in better shape than anybody else their age. And it has nothing to do with whether or not they have bad knees. It has to do with all the choices they made along the way. And yeah, that knee might be bad, but all the musculature all around it, all of the other nutritional choices that they make, the sleep, the rest and everything else, make it so that that knee, yeah, it's bad, quote unquote bad. But it's not affecting their lifestyle at all in any way, shape, or form. They, they have a knee problem, you know, that a doctor might call it, that they can live with, that they can work around, that doesn't affect their life at all. And they look good. They feel good, right? Everything about what they do is good, right? They're well-rested. They're well-hydrated. They eat properly. They exercise properly. They have the longevity and the performance. Whereas somebody who made the other choice viewed it as a choice, made the other choice, that person doesn't have anything. They might have the injury. They might have the same exact knee injury. But now it becomes 
another excuse as to why they can't make the right choices, why they have to stay stationary and so forth, which of course just exacerbates the problem. Because here's the thing, you don't have to choose health and wellness, but you are making a choice. If you don't choose health and wellness, I'm not saying you're going to drop dead tomorrow, but if you don't choose health and wellness, you are choosing all the disease, all the dis-ease that comes with all that lack of health and wellness later, right? You're putting off, right? Listen, being muscularly sore, that's one kind of discomfort. Everything that comes with dis-ease, that's another discomfort. One's temporary and has great, uh, and has great effect on your performance and longevity. The other one is permanent, stays with you forever, keeps you the same. So in my view, there is no red or blue pill. In my view, one's a duty. It's a duty. When you view things as a duty, you view things as a necessity, you don't view them as a choice. When the choice is already made for you, you'll always head in the right direction. And you'll be really proud of the results. Because you don't have to choose the right thing. right? Make it a choice. But know that you're choosing the outcome as well. So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you guys can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail, S-E-N-S-E-I-L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I at gmail. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you can find my school online at tskSmithtown.com. Find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. You can find us Excuse me. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK.com. The podcast is on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. You can view everywhere I am on the internet at my link tree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. There you can find all of our sponsors and so forth. Speaking of which, sponsorship opportunities are available. I, I have a new one on board already on top of BetterHelp. That'll be coming in another week or two. So by all means, if you are interested, reach out to me for sure. Uh, other than that, my friends, Flex Fight's coming up on the 22nd. Get the information in my link tree. Um, with that being said, make sure that you guys subscribe. Get your new episodes every Wednesday. Don't miss a one. Make sure that you guys just like, right? Subscribe. Make sure that you guys leave a rate and review. It just helps. But the most important thing you can do, share the podcast. I love when I get tagged on social media and I see people are sharing the podcast. It means so much to me. So thank you so much for that. Other than that, my friends, until next time, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the map.